radioactive land. We're coming at you live. Right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Dude, what happened, man? Yo, tell him turn down that heart machine. Wow. So you're now a believer in the government control of the weather. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not the government. I'm more in believe. Uh, see, I'm now falling for the Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think the Jews are controlling it. Oh. See, we said we weren't going to send them money. We started supporting Hamas. And look what happened. Well, this they, is a fish, us out. officially our last episode. Thank you for listening, folks. <laughs> I've called out the Jews in 45 seconds, and it's over. <laughs> and we're done. No, I told you. I think this was a concerted effort. Uh, the powers of the governors of America combined. They called upon Captain Planet, or as we know it, the heart machine. And they shot their lasers and did all their weird nanobot technology and... They lowered the pressure, brought on the Arctic blast or bomb or whatever you want to call it, and now we're frozen solid. I think they did it to get rid of the migrants. Not a bad strategy. Not a bad strategy. Mexico <laughs> seems a little bit nicer this time of year than, you know, Denver, Colorado, right? Gangs in Venezuela, not looking too bad. <laughs> well, not as bad as Ecuador. My God. What would happen in Ecuador? You didn't see the footage out of Ecuador. I almost clipped it for one of our episodes, but uh, Ecuador is like descending into just you know complete chaos, and they uh, apparently have these roaming gangs taking over government institutions. There was a live takeover see of those yeah. news anchors, and it was all because they let some guy out of jail or he escaped or. I don't know, I wasn't following too closely. I just found it interesting that when the Ecuador stuff was hitting the news cycle, I very instinctually, in my head, first thought was, did the CIA ever meddle in Ecuador? And I'm not kidding. If you Wikipedia Ecuador, it's like part of their history. The CIA meddling in creating coups it's like literally the definition of ecuador of the modern era is we had a bunch of coup d'etats that were you know started by the cia and here we are today yeah no i I just typed in ecuador government uh first picture george w bush yeah that's right senior Dude, it's crazy, though. The first thought in my head was, how did we meddle in this country and when? Sure enough, around the 60s, uh, you know, that's when we started setting things in motion. Yeah, it's really wild when you think about it. And so any country that's like Ecuador or whatever's going on in Africa, whenever you see this, like, bizarre instantaneous instability and roaming gangs, kidnapping, and doing what we used to call real insurrections. Uh, You know, you you see this stuff going on. It's always in a country where we've been meddling and installing leaders for decades, since the 50s. Uh, Why do you think they're able to do J6 so flawlessly? They've had practice. (laughs) They did. Well, not even that. We saw them execute it almost tit for tat exactly uh, a one year later in Brazil. Remember, I mean, they mastered it so much, only one bullet needs to be fired. You got yourself an insurrection. Remember the Brazil Jan 6 with their own Brazilian horned guy? (laughs) They had the Romando Epps, dude. Romando Epps, man. Speaking of which, uh, good for Ray Epps, that poor, lonely farmer from Montana. He can now comfortably retire there in Arizona. He not only uh, got the... Uh, sla- what was it? Um, six months. Probation. 
no, they suspended it. You didn't see the actual final thing? No, he's home. No. Yes. Of course. Ray Epps is home. Of course. Yeah, Ray Epps is home. Well, they can't lock him up. Who's going to incite the next insurrection next January 6th? Well, did you see last night, Jan 13th? My God, man. <laughs> that was pretty insane. It's pretty insane that people... How do that many people have the time and care that much about fucking Palestine? If you if you only follow the mainstream news, then you uh, probably didn't hear about the violent protesters that were cheering for Palestine with all the Palestine flags storming the White House last night. <laughs> they were trying to knock down the fence. Uh, it, it's a wild scene, reminiscent, some would say, of Jan 6th. Uh, I could only imagine that we had some agent provocateurs in the audience there, you know what I mean? Hanging out and pushing the crowd a la Ray Epps, but maybe more in the guise of Antifa, you know, kind of had that vibe to it. If you watch some of the videos, the, the, some of the chants were pretty, pretty similar to what you would expect the feds be, you know, do, you know, the feds, that's kind of their uh, MO, you know, the type of people that they send in there. Yeah, but what I didn't understand is why were the fences there? They were already there. Were they there because of Jan 6 in case there was another? Like, did they? Ch- I don't get. Dude, the whole thing just seems so staged. I think it was staged. No, I, I definitely think. I'm sure we're going to see the Nancy Pelosi documentary. Or, I'm sorry, what's her daughter's name? <laughs> Katie or something. Just, I don't just happened to be there live but, uh, while it happened. Yeah, I, I, doesn't it seem like they were, like, waiting for it? I don't know. The whole thing, they already had security, they already had extra everything there. Seems a little weird that you were that prepared for this pro-Palestine protest, but not the J6. That, that day you told everybody to stand down. Stand, that's right, man. You know. They didn't put up the right fencing, or they put up fencing that could easily be taken down, and they had the right coaches out there. Ray Epps, come on, man. So yeah, he got probation. If you take a look, he, he doesn't have to serve any time, and he was slapped with a misdemeanor to start compared to... 22 years to Enrico Tario, who wasn't even there. (laughs) Really bizarre balance of justice going on. (laughs) It's a little weird. A little weird. Uh, Ray Epps walks. But you know what? I can't stop thinking about me. I keep, I'm like, I I cannot get a straight answer about it. And because Ben Shapiro has not said one word about it, I'm assuming the Jews were wrong in some way. What is going on with the tunnels (laughs) under the synagogue? Dude, I I stray away from anything <laughs> with the Jews. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I, know, I looked at I know, it. Can, I know it, but dude, come on! You guys just had these weird tunnels and riots because we found your tunnel. Like, what what were you doing with these tunnels? What's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I I again, I, I'll tell you what. I, I encourage anyone to go look into who sponsored the 9/11 attacks. Can't really talk about it. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of questions. All right. I know. I know something. I know it doesn't look good for the Jews, whatever it was, because literally, if you fart and you're not a Jew in a synagogue, Ben Shapiro would talk about it for a whole week on anti-Semitism, right? And how your fart was this and that. But he has not even mentioned tunnel. Hasn't even said the word tunnel since they found that. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone see my new pair of Yeezys, by the way? Uh, Oh yeah. I'm going to go see the uh, Kyrie Irving game next week. Hey, now. <laughs> Dude, come on. What are these tunnels? What were they tunneling for? 
So did you see the picture of the mattress, the soiled mattress that they pulled out of the tunnel? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't wow. care about that. Oh, I mean, do well, they, what do you mean? Just... Well, you, do you want to dig into the tunnel or do you want to <laughs> dig into the tunnel, my man? Because there's a lot to dig in. <laughs> One mattress? That's what you saw. Uh, so you think you're, you're, you're on the side of the child sex ring? No, I'm not taking oh. a side. Just like with the uh, October 7th situation and everything going on with those idiots, I take no sides with uh, <laughs> all this bullshit. Because it's not my fight, I'll tell you what. And what's going on in those tunnels? I guarantee there's tunnels all over the country that lead to synagogues, uh, churches. I mean, are we just going to magically forget that the Vatican is one of the number one sinners when it comes to uh, diddling with the kiddos? Right? I bet you uh, yeah. all these religious institutions. Hey, how 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 do the Muslims uh, treat diddling with the kids? What's their whole theory on the? Uh, you know, the kitty sex slave situation. Uh, I'll let you just let it float there because yeah. we all know the answer, right? You know, so the true answer here ever, is all these major religions, these institutionalized religions, they seem to be really sick with the kids. So I bet you they all got weirdo tunnels, especially in New York, Chicago, LA, New Orleans, right here in Denver. Man, we have one of the most insane situation going on at DIA, the Denver Illuminati Airport. I mean, come on, man. There's probably a bunch of kitty tunnels going in and out of that thing. Did you ever hear about Salt Lake City? Lay it on me. We're, we're going to hit the Mormons. I love it. We've already hit them all. Let's do it. Let's do the Mormons, <laughs> I speaking, baby. I mean, dude, I was about to say, they just do it all in the open. Like, they just tell you we're marrying 14, 14-year-old girls. <laughs> right. You know, just be honest, and I guess we'll accept it. And then uh, also, I think I forget what city it is. It's definitely in Utah, but it's like where their where their biggest church is and everything. But apparently, you don't see them walking around because they have all these tunnels underground. Like they go through the, they go through the town in these tunnels. Who's going through the town? The Mormons, in general. Like all, the Mormons have their own kind like of underground um, tunnels that go from like the churches, their to own these, Tesla like, tunnels, businesses, and like yeah. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying, dude. They just openly say it. Like, yeah, we're, we got tunnels, and we're fucking kids. All right. Yeah, so they're admitting to it, and they're allowed to do it because they basically have their own state, right? Utah, Salt Lake City, that, that's, that's their zone. Mm. So they uh, not they only have... their own senator, yeah, Mitt they, Romney. They got the federal, <laughs> they got the state and, you know, on their side, so they're rolling thick. Uh, I, I got to say... It just seems like we're entering this age of truth now, and it's all coming to light. Nobody trusts Tom Hanks or Steven Spielberg anymore. Jimmy Kimmel's pleading on live TV for everyone to stop linking him to his private chef, who's <laughs> his best friend, but just happens to be the private chef of Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> just don't look over here, man. Uh, I just think we're in the age of truth. People are finding out what's really happening. You know, when I was younger and exploring the various dark corners of the conspiratorial web, I loved this stuff be because I kind of believed nobody would ever find out about it. You know what I mean? Like, being a tinfoil hat nut job always meant I'll always be viewed as insane. So you could never openly or talk about it. at the very it. least, you used to get five, ten years where you could laugh at this conspiracy, run with it. Now it's being proven right in a year. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> 
Like we were we were laughing about Epstein and all this stuff not killing himself, and now all of a sudden we're getting court depositions where they're describing sex tapes with like Bill Clinton. You're like, wow, this is actually real, man. This is crazy <laughs> shit. Yeah, we're going down the rabbit hole. Frank, Frank, she retracted it. She said she only said there were sex tapes because she thought they would kill her. But then after she got to a safe place, she retracted the retraction. Uh. (laughs) It's crazy, though. Epstein almost seems like, or at least these depositions, feel as if they they were saved in the pocket for future distraction. And I saw this article. I think I sent it to you. And maybe there's other things going on. They're bringing up the aliens all, you know, and all that stuff. But I thought this was a doozy that nobody was really chatting about. Uh, the New York Post reported the other day the Pentagon failed to track more than $1 billion in weapons sent to Ukraine. Yeah, I, I, the most shocking thing about that is you're only admitting to $1 billion. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's a, that's a lot of weapons. It's a lot of money in Ukraine. Yeah, man. I thought that was very, very interesting. And the fact that, you know, we're, again, in the last one like week or two, we are getting legit name drops on the Epstein client list, and we're getting real depositions on uh, UFOs and aliens, and there's a lot of, like, crazy conspiratorial, you know, meat coming out and uh at the same time i don't believe a lot of it right i'm kind of skeptical with everything oh absolutely but dude i I think it was in that article did you see that uh it turns out 40 percent of russia's russia's arms came from the u.s and u.s allies that's incredible (laughs) we've been funding (laughs) both sides of the war dude we always do (laughs) yeah we always yeah yeah, we're funding both sides. That's what a proxy so. war is all about. Uh, we're able to make a ton of money off of it, man. I, you know, we got the Hunter Douglas and the Boeing. Everybody's got to line their pockets. We get to create new weaponry. Yeah, I guess, man. It's terrible. Well, I can't did, believe all these people are falling for it. Did you see? I mean, think about all uh, the assholes out there protesting with their Ukraine flag and everything. Like, dude, you have no idea what you're doing. Uh, my neighbors is completely faded to just one white blob uh you can't even <laughs> discern anything you used to say peace and not war but now it's just like Bleh. that's all yeah. it says yeah you <laughs> well, it's good now you can it. just paint it's an empty canvas for the next one you know <laughs> um well we're about to go to world war we just bombed yemen right that's crazy you got a clip for that one no did i have it on the docket uh, I don't know because I don't want to. Bl- I don't want to blow the bombshell in case they said it on your clip. Did you hear the most interesting fact about the bombing of Yemen? No. Guess when the last time we bombed Yemen was? Bill Clinton. Twenty sixteen. Damn it! Hmm. What happened in twenty seventeen where we stopped bombing Yemen? <laughs> oh right. <laughs> Orange man so- dead. Once Donald Trump comes in, we're no longer bombing Yemen. And then before the next guy leaves, we're bombing Yemen. And before Trump, it used to be, remember 2016, Amy Goodman, half her breath was about Yemen and the, and the catastrophe over there. That's you know? right, man. Yeah. I yeah. noticed uh, that Yemen was in the top of the list of drone strikes that we all know Obama, number one. President in the history of presidents for uh, drone striking 
people and <laughs> killing people with drones. So congratulations. Uh, and Yemen was one of those places. It never really made a lot of sense to me why we were operating covertly quite a bit in Yemen. Now that it's a little more clear that there is a distinct connection to Iran, Iran being one of those seven countries that we've heard reiterated over the last couple decades, being the ones that we want to destabilize and destroy. Iraq was on that list. Syria, Libya, everybody uh, that we've gone to war with over the last uh, two decades, with the exception of those four beautiful, magical, quiet, peaceful years <laughs> where I don't know what's going what, on. What's different? What happened there? The world just decided? What happened? <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh, we weren't bothering anyone. I, I think they said that the... Uh, in 2016 was the end of a nine-year bombing campaign in Yemen. Man, Nine that's year. crazy. Well, How long was Obama president? <laughs> <laughs> it now makes sense, though, why these Houthi rebels are pissed off at us and bombing our and Israel's uh, ships, I guess. They keep claiming that they're only going after Israeli-owned ships, but they seem to be attacking quite, uh, quite a few... Mm. U.S. Oh, vessels. To be fair to the Houthis, the Jews own everything, Frank. Oh, man, this episode ain't ever going to air. <laughs> I got the grubbly little hands oh, on everything. God. At this point, I don't even, don't even think we can get on Rumble. This is bad no, news, we're folks. Done. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> oh, man, so World War Three is my point here. Uh, what do you think? I, I didn't put it on the docket because I don't want to get swept away in the sensationalized stories that, you know, oh, here we go, nuclear war, whatever, but it kind of does seem like they really, really want us to go to war with Iran. You can then create your little access of evil, right? You got uh, Iran, China, Russia. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. I, I for sure think they're, they're trying to get us into another war. They have to. It's like the only chance that Joe Biden really has to win at this point. Did you see the newest Joe Biden? They rolled out a new one. No. I'm not kidding, man. I, it was all over the X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, there's like seven Joe Bidens officially at this point. Really bizarre stuff, man. Uh, there's something going on. I think the guy died a year ago. Nah, not that bad. Maybe. I mean, he's looking terrible. There's some interviews. I mean, some speeches where you're like, oof. That one where he get on January 6th? Maybe that's the one where I'm seeing <laughs> that there's a new Biden, I think. He's like all angry and like, dude, what? It oh, literally yeah. reminded me of that uh, Office, uh, the Office episode where Jim gives Dwight's tips on how to give a speech. And he turns into Hitler in the middle he of the speech. He turns into just like a dictator from like the 40s, dude. <laughs> the only thing we were missing was that Beautiful backdrop from a year ago. Remember when he had the two SS guards yeah, lining? Philadelphia, the, yeah. And they, they painted everything red, uh, like the fires of hell. It was beautiful. Very uh, satanic and quite Nazi-ish of, of Biden. I mean, I think he just took one of Hitler's speeches and swapped out Jews with Republicans. That's right. <laughs> they did the same with anti-vaxxers, so it's not a far stretch. Yeah, they're good at plagiarizing. Just ask Harvard.
And we didn't really cover it too much, but somebody needs to check on Ibram X. Kendi. He might have had a stroke over that entire firing or whatever. <laughs> the guy lost his mind on social media. It's incredible what happened to him and <clears throat> the entire community dedicated to propping up this horribly racist idea of diversity, uh, equity, and inclusion. <laughs> it's, I mean, you know how close that is to die. They just had to switch the letters around so that, no, we'll do inclusion after uh, <laughs> equity, right? It's too close to die. And if we institute this everywhere, America's going to die. That's what's going to happen. It's why Dude. Artemis now isn't even going to go to the moon until 2025. They're now waiting for Trump to be president. They're like, we can't do it with Harris in uh, office here. <laughs> We're just going to wait. We, uh, one thing we never t- uh, touched base on with the Claudine Gay thing, I think we kind of mentioned it. So she resigned from the, as the, like the president of Harvard, but she still has a job at Harvard. Yes, and she's still being paid $900,000 a year. $900,000! That's right. She got caught plagiarizing to get her doctorates. She's the Russell no. Wilson of colleges. Uh, I don't know if you know about the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson. They owe him like $80 million over the next two years, and so we benched him, and we're probably going to trade him. And when, wow. when we trade him, we're going to have to pay him the $80 million, or he goes nowhere and sits on his ass at home, suntanning, probably somewhere on the beach in California or Florida, and uh, we're going to owe him $80 million. Jesus Christ, man, come on. How do you get to keep your job for $900,000 a year? And they you're, 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 you've been, you're provably a piece of garbage. I mean, that's reparations, right? Aren't we already doing reparations? Oh, at we're this done, <laughs> Frank, we're done. I was, I was watching this thing where they were going over uh, crime statistics in cities. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, reparations is we gave you people these cities. You want your reparations? You could ha- you had Gary, you got Detroit, you got this, you got all that. I love how they there's all this like talk about how we you know, we should have a place for just black people. Yeah, you have them. It's Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to say Look what you did with it. I got to say we are a nation indeed of failing upwards, and if there is any clues to that, well, you just heard about it. Russell Wilson benched 80 million dollars to bench oh. and uh the lady Claudine Gay who is now no longer president of Harvard, a place where other f- failures are now employed. Uh, Lori Lightfoot, Brian Lori Stelter. Lightfoot. Uh, no, did, you know. you, did you see the one that tops the cake in Illinois? I did not know. We made national news again. Beautiful. Dol- Dalton, Illinois. You ever heard of it? No, but I can't wait. There's like 5,000 people in Dalton, Illinois. It's like a failing suburb on the like, south of Chicago, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, this lady, I will let you guess the race. <laughs> the lady gets voted in as mayor, immediately raises the salary from 24000 to $250,000 a year. Lovely. Oh, yeah. And puts in there a stipulation that when she gets voted out, the next guy, it automatically drops back down to $25,000. All right. Nice. <laughs> and she's getting caught using the police as her private security. She's using taxpayer money to fund parties and trips around the world. So she must uh, subscribe to the John Hopkins uh, diversity rules, right? What's that? 
Don't you remember? Did I send this to you? Did you send it to me? Oh, I sent that one to you on who doesn't know that they're being uh, Diversity rules over at John Hopkins. Uh, They defined what what privilege means. They have the word of the month, which is privilege. Um, And let's see here. Uh, In the United States, privilege is granted to people who have membership in one or more of these social identity groups. I love this. Uh, Here's the list. White people. Just all all white people. White Mm. people. That's one group. All right. We're going to keep going. Able-bodied people. Heterosexuals. Cisgender people. Males. Christians. Middle or owning class people. So if you own a house or a car, you're in this group. Um, or a dog, I guess. I don't know. Uh, okay, and then uh, let's see here. Middle-aged people and English-speaking people. That is the list of privileged in this country, according to John Hopkins. <laughs> so now I'm, now I'm privileged because I speak English in America? And, and you're white and you're straight. And uh, <laughs> if you believe in God or Jesus, you're a white supremacist. So you're just, just being a normal guy. I'm, that's it. I have, I have incredible privilege amongst everybody else. Above everybody else. It's crazy that there can't be nuance to white people. Like, what if you're white, but you're first generation, your parents are immigrants? Come on, freak. Fuck that. They're talking about privilege. <laughs> 90% of the population fell onto that, into that fucking list there. That's, that's How so could funny. everybody have privilege? If everybody has privilege, nobody has privilege. <laughs> Actually, the only people in this country that have any kind of privilege are the people that don't fall into those categories. Yeah, good call. Well, look at the privilege afforded to all the migrants coming here illegally. They have better health care and three meals a day. Well, not, dude, not only that, we just talked about Claudine Gay, if she, if she fell into any of those categories, would not have a $900,000 a year job. Wow. So, She'd be considered too privileged. Too privileged. So who really has the privilege? Me in the sewers of Chicago or Claudine Gay, who gets to be the president of Harvard, <laughs> even though she got caught plagiarizing and still maintains a $900,000 a year job not just because she's a black woman that's literally like that is the only reason she is where she is is because she's a black woman that can, you're like oh you're a black woman who could read pretty good we're gonna push you all the way to the harvard of president pretty good that's insane it's crazy too what i just thought about here is according to the guidelines of privilege right owning right a home they, they used ownership right uh the founder of BLM owns four homes in California. <laughs> According to these guidelines now, the people who started BLM are too privileged now to march with BLM. No, because they got cancellating factors. So like, yes, she owns a home, but she's too fat to be able-bodied. Oh, so you're right. <laughs> plus, she's, plus she's a woman, so that cancels one of the homes. And she's oh, black. That's oh, got to yeah, be worth right. two homes. You're right. You know what I yeah, okay. mean, oh, Now on. I understand the math. Okay, good deal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of privilege and failing upwards, uh, one of my favorite acts out there in the entertainment news uh, field is coming back, baby. Mike, this is for you. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. 
Don Lemon is back with a new show. Mr. Lemon posted a new <laughs> Sharing the new Don Lemon show will be airing on Twitter soon. The former CNN anchor wrote that X is the largest free speech platform in the world. And that's no, honest. No, no. Okay, wait. No. So, no, no, wait. Mike, this, this is a funny clip. I originally clipped it because of Don Lemon. Hardy har. We're going to, oh, yeah, I love it. No, this, wait till this. It pays oh. off in the end. I got a good one here. It's going to take a weird, dark turn in a few seconds. I I don't know how this they... This is good. I, I already know this is good. This is fucking <laughs> yeah. All right, good here clip. we go. Here we go. Debate is needed without the hall monitors. And with Don N, some other prominent accusations are out. A purge of the accounts of several major journalists has taken place on Twitter... Uh, there you go, Mike. <laughs> Those suspended from the app include Stephen Zetti of the Texas Observer, Ken Klippenstein of The Intercept in front of the show. Ken Klippenstein? Can I get that guy over here to do our clips, actually? Come on, man. Are you guys <laughs> lying to me? Is this, is this John Pistol all over again? Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Klippenstein? And of course he's a Jew. Oh, we knew he would be Jewish. Klippenstein, get out of here. Ken Klippenstein of The Intercept <laughs> in front of the show. You know, Rob you know, I never even met the guy, but I could already tell. Somebody get him a sweater. He can't handle the dreams. <laughs> and the soup is never hot enough. <laughs> never. Of The Intercept in front of the show. Blogger Rob Rousseau, journalist Max McLeod. And you sure it's not Rob Reblogger? <laughs> And Steve YouTube. Oh, wait. Uh, no. <laughs> I think we, we didn't get creative enough with that one. Damn it. Steve Podstein. He does the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so crazy. Podcast. True and on pod. Notably, these are all left-leaning or overwhelmingly left-leaning sources that have been very critical of the siege of Gaza of late. One Twitter user called it the night of Elong knives and commented that Twitter seems to be purging leftist accounts. Glenn Greenwald also weighed in saying multiple other X accounts suspended in the last couple of days, several of them large and influential, including well-known journalists. The one thing they have in common, they've been harshly criticizing Israel since October 7th. Damn. Wow. Excuse me? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, I don't even know which part I want to break down first. That's pretty first crazy, all, though, right? Come on, man. First I, of all, you guys are now admitting X is the largest platform. Did I hear that right? You did. Indeed, sir. I thought he ruined it. He fired 80% of the people. How could this be? He also told uh, Bob Igor over at Disney to fuck off, right? And now it's so important that Don Lemon has to get on there to even the score. <laughs> and the best you could do is Don Lemon? Yeah, I love it. I'm so happy to have Don Lemon back. I think, though, maybe are we starting to see the true colors of Elon and X, formerly known as Twitter, Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon... These are these are not alternative media people. These are dudes who mix and mingle with the DC elite. Yeah. And now, yeah, I, now I gotta say, I'm thinking a little differently about Alex Jones. 
I don't know. Maybe he just opened up the market and he, anybody could come in as long as they're not crazy. Maybe. You know? I'm still open-minded on it. I'm highly skeptical of Elon Musk. I think there's some sort of end game here in the 4D chess world that we haven't seen. What they don't mention is all those reporters, you know what they really have in common, was they were all trying to spread on his platform a story (laughs) of how Elon Musk was anti-Semitic. I know, it's outrageous, man. Yeah, you come to my house and and just start shouting from the rooftop that I'm anti-Semitic, I'm going to kick you out of my house. But then, on top of it all, so he's booting then now pro-Palestine individuals or those who are have been brazen enough to publicly exclaim that they are anti you know Israel or you know whatever the Jewish agenda is currently right anyone who's talking about the tunnels right <laughs> yeah don't be talking about them tunnels man what's going on with them man That's don't, a weird one don't even look at that soiled mattress there bro <laughs> don't be using that imagination Look over here with Epstein. Come on. That's um, a weird one, yeah. What's craziest thing is you can see how lazy the Jews are. Because they said they've been digging in for like two years or whatever. It took the Mexicans like four weeks to no. get into that prison and escape El Chapo. No, they've been... You didn't see the true conspiracy... Or not conspiracy, I guess the controversy, if you will, of this entire thing. Uh, that they were allegedly using migrants to dig the tunnels. No way. Yeah, and like paying them nothing or almost nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Like they picked them up at Home Depot and just fucking. Yeah, man. Or like the bus them drops the them off right across the street and they just funnel them into the tunnel and like give them <laughs> spoons to start digging. <laughs> I think that I'm pretty sure if you if you read in some of the articles, that's what they were doing, man. It's really funny. So wait a minute. They uh, hired these illegal immigrants, and then you're telling me they went cheap on them? Yes. Nah, I don't believe it. They may have, they may have undershot the minimum wage a little there in New they... York City. <laughs> the Jews yes. were cheap. That's the most unbelievable part of the story. Are you, just, are you hellbent on getting this show just ripped off the internet completely? It's unbelievable. <laughs> I like can't get I mean, you to stop. I might have to just bleep your entire section out of this. How cheap thing. are the illegal immigrants at Home Depot? You got to go cheaper than that. You got to Jew them. <laughs> That's it. It's over. I'm just gonna cancel the show at this point. Yeah. Might as well find another platform at least. You really. Uh... You don't like this show, do you? I think that's what I'm uh, getting here. Ah, dude, it's just been a lot of, like, built up, you know, a lot of things going on with the Jews that nobody's talking about. Well, there's a reason nobody talks about it. It's because then uh, you end up like Kyrie Irving or uh, Kanye West. And, you know, look how both are doing. They look insane. (laughs) But the more they do that to people, the more it does seem like you guys are kind of controlling everything here. I think everything's controlled by the Anunnaki and some sort of alien race. Are they Jewish? It seems like we're being (laughs) invaded on some level. Uh, Have you been kind of tracking the UFO talk that's been going on these days, especially the jellyfish? Come on, man. Ah, so stupid. No, I love the jellyfish. Uh, Oh, I I didn't clip it, though. I didn't send it to you. I mean, uh, did you see that fucking theater in China? I did not. The, f- the 5D. D- dude, it's crazy. They set the room on fire. And everybody was like, dude, every- like people are like, no, it's on fire. You literally think the room is on fire. <laughs> and then they just turn it off. 
it's like it was all just projected images, smoke, and you know. I'm telling you, Project Blue Beam is upon us. They're stoking the fires of it, uh, quite literally or figuratively. Uh, well, I got a clip on the jellyfish. I, we discussed it a little bit, but I, I wanted to get some actual kind of verbal uh, proof to you, people who have intel on the inside. And I felt like there was only one credible place I could go to get it. The presence of UAP in our restricted airspace, the, the presence of UAP durationally, reverse engineering programs, holding facilities with full craft. If people look back, I had the head of the DIA UFO program on my podcast with George Knapp called Weaponized. And the head of the DIA program said, not only do we have a craft, he admitted, but we breached the hull of it. I mean, look, this is not a secret anymore. And now we need a very intelligent individual to kind of moderate this uh, conversation with Jeremy Corbell, who, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure who, the, I think this guy's a big deal in the UFO community, but uh, I spread thin when it comes to the conspiracy world. So, you know, I, I'm not too invested in uh, uh, a lot of these individuals, but he seems like a guy who claims to allegedly have a lot of, you know, connections so and he says some very interesting stuff so we need a very smart individual to moderate this we now need to get deeper the second thing is if this is all <laughs> word of the night. hey oh it's me cuomo what bada bing bada freaking boom come on answer the question hey don't even worry if it goes over new york i throw the big q-tip at it <laughs> knock it out of the goddamn sky oh man Oh, and hey, uh, Jim Brown, I can't either. Uh, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the Corbel guy. He he kind of gets on my nerves uh, nerves here. But uh, the best part about this clip is we got Cuomo uh, pushing us through here, and he he drops a <laughs> he drops here. If you could hear it, he drops a poppycock. I don't know what he's talking about. Cuomo's on another level, man. I mean, look, this is not a secret anymore. We now need to get deeper. The second thing is, if this is all poppycock, word of the night, <laughs> then why do so many people come at you so ugly? And not just, you're a hack, I don't believe it, but you've received real threats. Yeah, look, th this is a, a fight for knowledge. You know, nobody has the ability to obscure what our natural environment is from human beings. God, from you know how Republic I know this is nothing? Because it's Cuomo and Corbell talking about it. Uh, this dude, I know, but I, I enjoy it. it. It gives us, you know, he's, you know, it expands our imagination here. There are people that have mm. these answers, and this is a guarded secret, and it's it's higher than, than weapons of mass destruction. I know that for a fact. Wait, what is? Say that again. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> Carbonara? What are you talking about? Hey, what's the matter you? UFO reality, it, it, the UFO reality is considered more of a threat. It's higher than weapons of mass destruction. That is something I know for a fact. That is conversations I've had with people in intelligence agencies who guard these secrets. So, so why? You know, why is it? And really, it's because it's a race to reverse engineer the technology. I've, I've said this for, for years now. Yeah. It remains true. So I'm looking online, and my producer's prepping me about what this is. And people <laughs> want to slice up the jellyfish. I would have called it a compass rose. but you. And I was like, hey, what's up? What's up? Is this a calamari or what? Fry it up for me. Feed it to me. Come on, baby. Hey, bada bing. Come on, toots. A compass rose. It doesn't make sense.
the jellyfish and slice it up. Hey, bada bing. This freaking guy, dude. I love, I love Cuomo. Put it on a pie, stick it in the oven. What hey, are you doing oh, here? Ma, bring me the meatball. Come on. Hey. I've said this for, for years now. Yeah. It remains true. So I'm looking online and my producer's prepping me about what this is. And people want to slice up the jellyfish. I would have called it a compass rose, but you can call it whatever you want. A <laughs> hundred different ways. Why it's not true. It's a smudge. It's a balloon. Here's why I don't care um, <laughs> about these various theories. Because somebody knows, Jeremy, that's why. I want someone to tell me who's in the business of knowing. Let me break something down for you because people don't understand. So when, oh, when people and sources approach me and I obtain and release military film footage, sometimes verified by the Pentagon, that doesn't go unnoticed. There are investigations. My number one job is to protect sources, even if they don't protect themselves. But what you're seeing are people that are frustrated with the secrecy. They know elements of the truth and they don't believe it should be held back. So what I'm doing is I'm giving as much information as I can. I'm protecting sources. All right, I've had enough of this, Finocchio. My whole point <sighs> of this whole clip was the Cuomo part. Uh, I gotta say, come on, hey, bada bing, boom, hey, we got cousins <laughs> like this that we've known our entire lives, they got the gold chain with the gold horn on it, you know, and the pinky ring, and they show the chest hair, and, uh, Cuomo wishes, he wishes he was that Italian. My Does point. the double kiss on the cheek only hey. if she's hot. Oh, yeah. hey, oh, <laughs> what's the matter you, hey, oh, calamari, what's the jellyfish, <laughs> chop it up, baby, hey. Jellyfish, forget about it, what are we talking about? <laughs> Slice it up, eh? Come on! <laughs> if it's not too big, give it to that rat. Remember the pizza rat? Oh, where my New Yorkers at? Remember when that was like the biggest thing of 2020, the rat with the pizza? No, I, I don't remember. What, the rat that. that carried the pizza slice down the stairs? That was a huge deal, huh? That's how simple <laughs> our lives were. Uh, <laughs> we're simple folks. <laughs> this oh, is a, yeah. Dude, that jellyfish, man, I'm not buying it at all. I'm not buying it. You're not in on the reality of us being visited. Uh, visited. <laughs> hey, oh, talk of visitation here. Hey, visitated, man. <laughs> you tried out for MTV? Hey, there? oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to start a new TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know English on TikTok, I'm telling you. Um, and neither do I, apparently. Uh you don't think we're being visited by potentially drone-like creature things, maybe biological slash technical entities that are uh, scoping out the scene, seeing what we're up to, maybe seeing how hostile we are or what we're capable of? No, nah, I think it's just, uh, it's just humans testing shit out. I was reading that maybe we are on the verge of some sort of, you know, imminent imminent in invasion and that uh the powers that be don't know really how to tell us and that's why you have guys you know kind of building the bunkers and trying to get underground <laughs> i don't know why would, why would like elon musk and everything be put they, they're spending so much money into outer space you know it, it, you know, you're right. Yeah, I think the one the one thing I do kind of fall for is the 2029 asteroid that's gonna go by Earth. That would explain why everybody keeps talking 2030 reset. They keep talking like Elon and them are trying to get to Mars. That would make sense. You mean they want to get away from Earth for a minute? Let the yeah, because we're gonna be hit by this. A lot of people, a lot of people smarter than me, think we're actually gonna get hit by it, or at least parts of it. 
It's yeah, it's gonna be that close, right? Like uh, between us and the moon, maybe yeah. even hit us dead on. Yeah, yeah, some people are saying dead on collision. Wow, that would be pretty uh, catastrophic. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, April thirteenth, twenty twenty nine. Twenty twenty nine, really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, what's the name of this bad beast of burden that we're about to? Uh... I I assume. We're going to have to send something up there, right? Like Bruce Willis and company with Ben Affleck and they no. <laughs> drop the bomb on it and, you know, splitting and splitting in twain. And it just splits. I don't think us. we can. I don't think I, we have it. We do have that one asteroid that hit the. I mean, we did hit the one. No, we landed on an asteroid. Bennu. Bennu, I believe. B N. Well, yeah, that was the Chinese. Well, we're going to have to band together, unfortunately. I know we all hate each other right now, but maybe an impending asteroid will bring us all together, and <laughs> we could fly group people up to the asteroid try to stop this beast. No, we don't do that. We just Remember uh, Neil deGasse? Oh, yeah. He played the clip. That's right. Where he's like, we launched the rocket. It was oh, like yeah. shooting a ball in space. The ball was moving, so we had to shoot it where it was going to be. It's the football player. <laughs> throwing the pass to the receiver, right? Yeah. So our plan was just to, like, hit it with something. All right. Nice. But I, I don't think we can. I think this one might be too big. Really? So we're doomed. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think the whole planet will die, but big chunk. All right. That's very positive. Uh, speaking of football, though, did you happen to catch the Chiefs? Game last night, the Frozen Tundra game? No, I saw a couple of clips of, like, the frozen water bottle. You know why you couldn't see it? <laughs> why? It was streamed exclusively on Peacock, and you had to sign up for Peacock <laughs> and pay for the what? subscription to Peacock to watch this game. Yo, I am not kidding I'm no you. no Finocchio, dude. What are you talking about watching Peacock? What? Whoa. Hey, you know what I'm saying. No, I'm serious. You had What to, is Peacock? It's NBC's streaming service that they're trying to get going. Like there's Paramount and HBO Max. So no. not kidding. And so they have the rights to air football games for, you know, X amount of seasons. And to they tested it out last night. I believe it was a major flop. Not only was the game virtually unwatchable, uh, but you were able to watch the game about an hour later on NFL Network for free. <laughs> they played it just not live an hour later, so any bar in America could have just had it on their TV You know, an hour after the game concluded. A horrible game. Uh, probably shouldn't have even been played in that temperature, but either way, I've argued all year long as someone who actively plays fantasy football, and I played football as a young chap. I love the game, the game itself, not whatever this is that they're presenting to us on television, but I love the game. And currently, NFL, unwatchable in every format, in every way. You, there's not enough capability in the remote control to fast forward through the crap because it's just all crap. Even the game itself is crap. And if you need any proof, the most highlighted play from last night was where Patrick Mahomes goes for a pass, tucks it and runs for 12 yards and gets hit for a, you know he's tackled and a chunk of his helmet burst off his helmet. 
Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, it was so cold, dude. I can't believe they played. Everyone kept replaying that scene, but what's so astonishing to me is the dude on the Dolphins who could have tackled Mahomes, but instead, because he's not allowed to anymore, he just swipes at him. He literally, touch football style, swipes at Mahomes. Mahomes runs five more yards. It's yeah. absolutely <clears throat> insane, dude. The game is not real anymore. No, dude, that's not even just the quarterback, though. That's, Dude, half of the tackles you see on any NFL game, we would have to run laps for. <laughs> for arm tackling. Remember that? Yeah. Remember how much we got yelled at for arm tackling? He swiped you put your shoulder him. into him. <laughs> he, this guy literally fanned Mahomes along as he ran past him instead of tackling. It, it's really crazy to watch. Uh, what a crap product, and I can't believe they attempted for one game only to get people to sign up for NBC Peacock streaming service to watch Taylor Swift cheer on Travis Kelsey and the you know Chiefs and all that. Uh, I got one thing and one thing only to say to you, jokers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Frank, but come on. Didn't fail. you see the jacket? I did. Taylor Swift had this, like, specially made jacket that was, like, insulated uh, Kelsey jerseys. <laughs> I saw it, man. Oh, yeah. I'm you didn't sure see the video that went viral of the lady that makes them and you could order yours, too? <laughs> of course, man. Of come course. No, this isn't about. just about making money. This is about the love of the game, Frank. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, man, I hope everybody did the same. I put down $20 on the Chiefs beating the Eagles in the Super Bowl because you know it's going to be Kelsey versus Kelsey with Taylor in the audience at the Super Bowl. Dude, you can't have it any other way. Come on, man. Unless they break up and then she goes for somebody else. Well, the rumor has it that she's a lesbian, actually. (laughs) (laughs) If Kelsey's gay. Uh, yes, uh, he's um, one of those nonconformist genders. I don't know what the word is. Oh, he's not gay. He's just a man who likes to have sex with men. He likes it two at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he takes that double dick. <laughs> with the double dose. Oh, man. Uh, that is crazy. I can't believe they play. Uh, is there like a... Uh, hmm, I don't know. Do they ever cancel games because it's too cold? I don't know. No, I don't think they should. I thought that was a whole the whole deal. You play no matter what, man. Because it was like negative 30, though. I think you're supposed to play no matter what. Maybe back in the day when they were real men playing, but I mean... I know, now you have... <laughs> Good call. There is no temperature <laughs> threshold. That is according to the... Uh, communications direct, NFL communications direct. As it should be. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So no even if it's you know, too hot, too cold, I feel like you could do too hot but not too cold. Like maybe there's a point where you're you're kind of getting frostbite. Well, that's what I was thinking, dude. It's got to be. And it's not like you could just keep layering up. Like, dude, when I go to work and it's this cold, like I could barely move. You know, it looked like that kid from a Christmas story. <laughs> to go out there and try to run and catch a ball. Oh, man. Uh, well, speaking of the cold and the weather and perhaps maybe even doomsday scenarios as we were uh, he- hedging our way towards earlier in the conversation before the little, the little football segue there, uh, Dennis Quaid 
who I haven't thought about in a long time was on, and I know we have a no tuck rule, and I apologize, but I thought this was very interesting. Did you see Dennis Quaid on the on the Tucker X? No, I did not. Didn't expect this one, and I was shocked by it. I even had to look it up. I, I couldn't believe the knowledge Dennis Quaid was spitting here. Uh, very fascinating. Potentially, this could be what wipes us out, Mike, before that 29 uh, asteroid you were speaking of. Let's check it out. Uh, there is a 100% probability that our sun generating what they call a GMD, uh, which is a solar storm, that uh, hits, our, hits our Earth and uh, the magnetic field that we have around the Earth and can fry everything that is electric above the ground, including our entire grid. And, and this would happen organically, naturally? That's just what the sun does? It has happened. There was a, they call it a Carrington event, uh, which happened in, I think it was 1859. And at that time, basically, we had telegraph lines that, as far as electricity goes. And it fried our entire telegraph system. It was set up, had to be replaced. And uh, the entire thing? The entire thing. And so. It, Imagine what that would do now with a very large storm, uh, which there's a 100% chance of it happening. That was a 100-year event, they call that one. And uh, I'm not good at math, but, but in The trillions of dollars that it would take to, to replace all that, plus there wouldn't, we wouldn't even get to spend the, those trillions of dollars because the, uh, it would take out not only the electricity, but you know, all of our, our entire infrastructure and our society runs our electricity. We don't, we don't know how to live without it. You know, you turn on, there wouldn't be any water in your tap. There wouldn't, you couldn't get gas for your car because the, the, the whole system is broken down. Everything that we rely upon would be gone. Uh, the food would uh, melt in our refrigerators. There would be, uh, and they predict within a year, about 90% of the population would be dead from starvation, disease, or, you know, people, it gets back to the Stone Age again. President Trump actually uh, signed an executive order to, uh, to uh, harden our grid to protect ourselves against an event like this happening. Obama uh, tried to get that going as well. And it, uh, it stuck in these regulatory agencies that, you know, and, and lobbyists, because money needs to be spent. Most of our uh, grid power companies are privately owned, and you can understand them not wanting to spend money on something that might occur. But this is definitely going to occur. Yeah, come on, man. That is freaking crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I mean people have been talking about it for a long time. Carrington event. I was not familiar with this actually. Yeah, everybody's t it's kind of Dennis Quaid. I had to look it up because I couldn't remember who he was. Yeah, come on, man. You remember Dennis Quaid? <laughs> <laughs> the day after tomorrow. My favorite part about Dennis Quaid is his brother Randy Quaid, who's not allowed into America anymore because he like evaded taxes or something and was on the lam and. You know, he, he's kind of a whack job, but Dennis or Randy Quaid is the wacky brother-in-law in the National Lampoon movies. <laughs> yeah, I had to look him up. That's hilarious. He kind of turned into his character there. Uh, Dennis Quaid, 
more of a serious actor, but I, I dig on some of his flicks. However, when you look into him, you kind of realize why you haven't really probably seen him in a lot of things. He kind of got the Tim Allen treatment where uh, his politics, I, th- I imagine, got in the way of his ability to get jobs in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm sure, especially with talking about this stuff. Come on. Puts on a very interesting interview with Tucker. I, again, I know it's a no-tuck rule here, but uh, I, I found it, he plays like some music, and he talks about bringing Hollywood to Texas and how you know there, there's a new movement happening with entertainment where maybe it's not so tied into the whole whatever satanic pedophilia thing they got going on over there in LA and Hollywood. Yeah. <clears throat> well, dude, I was actually listening to a podcast. that was really crazy. It's just three comedians. And they were talking about uh, Joy Coy doing the... The Golden Globes, man? Golden Globes. Yeah, I couldn't remember which one. Yeah, he allegedly uh, bombed, man. It was, it was horrendous and hilarious. Well, that's what they got. They were talking about how that's why, dude, he was the 15th person that they went to. Wow. They spent a whole... I guess you're supposed to get like 10 months or something of preparation. But they went through like... It was like six months, 15 different people. And then finally he was like, yeah, I'll do it. But anyways, one of the things they were talking about is how crazy it is how many people they talked to or like went up to them and was like, who is this guy? And like, he's like world famous, but like we... There is no more like Hollywood's the gatekeeper. You know what I mean? You could be famous and sell out arenas, and still most people don't even know who you are. Wow, good call. And also, uh, maybe that shows how poisonous Hollywood is. Like, 15 other people were like, no thanks, I don't want to go through the whole ringer and be chastised by the woke culture for whatever I said inappropriately. And then look what happened to the guy who finally accepted it. He got freaking destroyed because he didn't kowtow to, you know, treating Taylor Swift correctly. Or he said something wrong about boobies and, uh, you know, Barbie, <laughs> right? Oh, now we're going to destroy the guy's career. That's why 15 other people said no thanks, because they knew if I take this job, you're going to destroy my career. There's no way you could be woke enough. There's no way. No, you can't be woke enough. And not only that. I mean, he's like half black, half Asian or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And he didn't say anything controversial. Like <laughs> Nothing, just, he had to say like, the most vanilla, boring jokes, and still you picked out a part where you happened to catch Taylor Swift making a stink face, and now oh, it's the meme of the century. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. It's so insane. It's so insane. But I like the point that they were talking about how he's he's. I guess he sells out arenas all around the world. Most people don't know. I've actually never even seen his comedy. You know. I only knew him from being interviewed on Adam Carolla's show. Oh, he's really good on Adam Carolla. He's funny. And he, yeah. He's a funny guy, and he's nice. And But anybody who's good at, like, improv, kind of, you know what I mean? It does, like, I forgot what it was. Him and Adam, they, did, like, they kept doing things where, like, you know, acting. It was really funny. Doing those show. award shows, you're supposed to be Martin Short or uh, Billy Crystal. Or somebody Dude, who's you're like so old. Nobody knows who those people are anymore. Really? Nobody knows who they are. Even I had to think about that one. Emma knows Martin Short. He's on one of the biggest TV shows uh, that's streamed now. It's the Murderer in This House or Murders in This Building or something. It's him and Martin or Steve Martin. 
Never heard of it. See what I mean? There's too many platforms. There's too many, like, shit that, like, there's... Too much like, streaming, dude. No, you're right on the money. Did you see the graphic it, out there where it costs something like basic cables, 98 bucks a month, and to get all these major streaming platforms that are really popular right now, it's like a hundred and something dollars a month total. Yeah, that, that's what... <laughs> So you're paying <laughs> you're paying more than cable now at this point. Yeah, unless you got fucking Comcast. I'm at like nine hundred dollars a month now. I don't know what's going on. Comcast Every fucking month uh, it goes up. They've mastered the art of fucking you. That's <laughs> they've been doing yeah. it for years, man. Oh, oh, oh! You know what I found out about HBO? I'm excited for this one, dude. So the whole thing was, do you agree to have HBO Max? Because now you can't, uh, you, you can't like. On demand HBO through Comcast. All right, nice. But you could get the HBO Max. That's app. right. I was like, yeah, and they're like, an HBO is now only two ninety nine. Oh wow! So like, all right, yeah. I thought that was HBO's. No, 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 no. They raised the price of HBO. It's like twelve ninety nine. Of course, Plus, you got to pay two ninety nine just for the privilege of streaming the shit on demand. Ah, wow. They're gonna they're gonna screw us in the end, man. They were gonna always make. More money out of the streaming deal. It wasn't going to last. That was the only reason they went for it. That's right. Well, uh, speaking of going for it, man, we went for it today on this episode. There's no doubt about it. It's the fastest hour in the universe. Uh Uh-oh. That's right. Caught you off guard. (laughs) We still have so much. I think we got to like two clips in that one. It's incredible. That's not good. Uh, This break might have to go a little long because I ate a burrito this morning. Not too long. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a log song. <laughs>